Hello? Hello, is someone there? Hello? Just kidding. You've not knocked on the front door of an old man's house. It's me, David Stanier, for another episode of Day Video Games. Thank you very much for popping this on. This week, my guest is James Meehan. He's a very good stand-up comedian, let me tell you. As a writer, he's written on 13 Edinburgh shows in six years. One show was nominated for Edinburgh Best Newcomer Award, and one show won the Edinburgh Panel Prize in 2014. That was with Phil Ellis' brilliant comedy children's show, Funs and Games. This one was recorded in the past again. I mean, they all are, but this one was quite a while ago. The hands on the clock will spin anti-clockwise, round and around backwards, as we venture back, back, back to some time last year in 2018. Also, thanks to a bad cold I had at the time, my laugh is kind of goofy, or perhaps goofier than usual. I hope me pointing out my goofy laugh doesn't ruin you listening to this whole goddamn thing. Like if you point out the breathing in the song Pluggin' Baby by Muse. He really gasps a lot. And before we begin, I'm going to try promoting this podcast at the start of the episode this time. It's cool. Hey, don't worry. It's fine. Hang on. Why don't you subscribe? Subscribe to this podcast. Hey, it's real quick. You don't even have to pause this to do it. Do it. Subscribe. Come on. Or if you're listening on Spotify, follow and let's see what that does. Okay, back to the matter at hand. As ever, I'll see you at the end, but for now, just enjoy the calm Lancashire tones of James Meehan. And let's start this episode of Day Video Games. Go! My name's Dave, I like video games. This is my podcast called Dave Video Games. If you like games, well, I'm the same. So here's this podcast, it's Dave Video Games. It's Dave Video Games. It's Dave Video Games. Video Games. Hello and welcome to Day Video Games. This episode I am with James Meehan. How are you doing James? How are you? I'm good thank you. How are you mate? Not too bad. Have you had a good day? I've had an alright day, yeah. What did you have for lunch? Um, what did I have for lunch today? I had uh, a farmhouse breakfast. <laughs> Where were you working a farm? <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish I'd love to work in a farm. Uh, no, I wouldn't. It's really hard no, work. I don't know why I said that. It'd be really difficult. Early hours uh, and things as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You'd have to work all day. I've got it. I've got it easy. I don't want to work at a farm at all. Farm stick. I just want the breakfast that they have. Uh, no, I was for lunch uh, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was teaching drama today, and uh, the, to cows. <laughs> yeah, to cows. Uh, they weren't very good at it. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, I asked one of them to tip one of them over to play a dead and they couldn't get back up again. It was, uh, counting. Yeah, it sounds sad. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I work at uh, a school where I teach drama a couple of days a week and they give you free lunch. Nice. Uh, where they just order it from a local, like, butty shop. And so today I'm trying not to eat bread. So instead of having like a sausage butty or a chicken butty, 
I got all of the good things, but then just didn't have the toast. Like a plate of filling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was all right, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What did you have for lunch? Um, I had a dal soup. You know, Sainsbury's do a really nice dal soup, but I got it from the co-op and it wasn't as good. So, right. tip... Fuck you, Go to up. Sainsbury's. Fuck you, go up with your <laughs> help in the community. Oh, you brown-nosing idiots. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, let's talk video games. Great. They're a load of fun. Do you like video games? I do, yeah. I like video games. That's why I've asked you on. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I've never played the What are video games? <laughs> um, what have you been playing recently? Video game have you been playing recently? What's in your disk drive? Load it up repeatedly. What's been entertaining you so consistently? What video game have you been playing recently? What video game have you been playing recently? That's what I want to know. Please, will you tell it to me? What's been making your hands move so furiously? What video game have you been playing recently? So I've been playing games where you can play them for a very in short bursts because i find i don't have as much free time as i did when i was a student mm. when you could while like a hundred hours away in something so i've been playing games that you can play for like half an hour at a time my favorite game that for like the past year for that and i've still been playing it again because they've just re-released um all of the elusive contracts is hitman oh yeah yeah and uh I absolutely, I, I adore it. I adore everything about it. The bald man with the barcode on his head. Yeah, Agent 47, good guy. <laughs> and um, it's so good. Like, the levels, you can replay them, like, thousands of times. What's good about it as well is you can go, right, I'm going to try and get this challenge by killing them this way in this accident kill. And you can try and do it, like, 10, 15 times in a row. And sometimes you'll go, like, oh, no, I was spotted, so you restart it. And then sometimes if you're having a particularly shit day, you're spotted and you're like, fuck it, I'll just shoot that person. And then you just carry on playing it until you've killed every single person in the entire level. Because, yeah, that's what I know about Hitman, where there's all the different ways you can dress up as a waiter and serve a poison cocktail and all that. And so make your challenges to make you do it certain ways. And then, yeah, like you say, if it goes a bit wrong, you can just carry on doing it another way. Yeah, just the inventive ways they have for killing people is just really, really good. They just released a few weeks ago, actually, four new missions uh, to kill people who have this like doomsday virus, and they definitely took some influence from Christopher Nolan. Is that his name? The director, the uh, Batman films. Yes, that's him. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, Christopher didn't sound right. Dunkirk, Inception, and Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they definitely <laughs> took influence from The Dark Knight because you kill one of the guys in it by slamming his head into a pen. Ah, uh. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit John Wick as well. Like, yeah, a yeah. fucking pencil. <laughs> yeah, you have to say it in that accent. It does it? If he was from Lancashire, that guy John Wick, with a fucking pencil. Ooh, Baba Yaga. <laughs> the bloody buggy man. The buggy man sounds horrible in the Northern accent. <laughs> Is the buggy man dad? Oh, he's sat in the corner of a pub. <laughs> Uh, when you say short bursts with it, why is it so short? Surely it could take ages to kill a guy, or is it just it doesn't it take long? It can do, but if you were play, if you're doing a full run through, mm. it de- it depends. Like, it can take anywhere between like ten minutes if you wanted to. I'm really into it now to the <laughs> point where like, I can go. I want to kill him this way, and I know all the levels inside mm. out. 
So it does take time to sort of get into it. In that in that respect, you have to put hours in, but you can put hours in in like twenty minute bursts. You don't have to complete a level. You can do it a few times, get to a certain point, and then go right. That's it for today. I'll carry on from that point. Mm. Yeah. So that's been really uh, that's been really good. I've got everybody's golf recently. Oh yeah, I love it. I saw that was coming out, and I thought, oh, that, I wonder if that'll be any good. Well, it's, it for the, it's for the exact same. You have to like golf games. It's it's essentially. But is it like arcadey golf games? Yeah. It's not like Tiger Woods. Or no, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's arcadey, but it's the same. It's still the same sort of premise. Like it's just a fun, fun to play golf game. The best the best part of it is the making and creating characters. Mm. At the moment, I, I tried to at the beginning. I was like, I'll make one that looks like me. I tried my best to do it, <laughs> but then, but then within like. An hour, and you realise everything you can do. You can edit your character like throughout the whole of like the tournaments. So my character at the moment is like two foot tall. Um, <laughs> he's really fat. Still got my face, uh, and he's dressed as an air hostess. <laughs> uh, but he's really good at golf. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Do you unlock fatness, or does you actually you unlock different like heights and body shapes depending on who you be? So there's just like the normal shape, and then you once you get past a certain bit, you essentially unlock little people, <laughs> and then like really tall people. Uh, but I just keep it on. I think I think the idea of someone who is not even like a little person, like so tiny, like the size of a like a three year old child, <laughs> someone who's like the size of a three year old child who's become an air hostess, who's become an air hostess, and they can hit a golf ball 300 yards, yeah, yeah like something that about that, yeah, it's quite arcadey mm. and fun in that, in that respect, mm. and, and ever so slightly, because it's Japanese, ever so slightly offensive with, <laughs> with the accents that are on there. So like the the caddies, there's like one Chinese, one, one Japanese one. There's a, a French woman. Um, the the voices you hear from like the crowd shouting out, like one of them is definitely just a rip off of Borat. Like you do a, you pop and he just goes very nice, <laughs> uh, and like, like just shouting stuff out at you. But the, I'm I'm not going to do all of the accents, but some of them you like. You're definitely stereotyping with what you're saying there. Uh, do you play online against anyone in it? Or um, is it a solitary go against So them? I don't know anyone else who's got it, so I've not played online against mates or anything like that. But there is like an online mode where thousands of people are playing the same hole at once. Right. <laughs> so what's good about it is that you don't just play the golf. In between the shots, you run or get in your car and drive to the next bit. See, I like that bit. (laughs) There's just thousands. You can go swimming in the ponds and stuff. Uh, And there's just thousands of people all running around doing the exact same thing on this on this course. But you're also playing golf. (laughs) They can't like get in the way or interfere with your game, but Mm. they're there, Uh, and they can like bump into each other and stuff. And can you like get a golf buggy and just drive around and around and around one person, just around and around? So there was one. (laughs) There was one person who was putting uh, the ball from like. I don't know, like twenty feet away, like mm-hmm. a, a difficult putt, but not like an impossible one. And I just saw it, so essentially, I just walked in front of them, then walked backwards, then walked in front of them, then walked backwards, just on repeat for a bit to see if they'd miss. Uh, but they got it in. I was really good because <laughs> they can't do anything about it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. They're the games I've been playing mostly. 
Right, the I suppose over the past year, Fallout Four was the last big game that I played. But that's when I had some time off and I wasn't working and yeah. I put a lot of hours into that. But I'm a big fan of all the games by that, that company, like the Fallout games and the uh, Elder Scrolls games. I think they're, they're really like, addictive. I I've played Fallout 4 for a good 60 hours and kind of got into it and like I'd be very eager to clear out the next whatever. Yeah. But at the end of it, I was just like... It's the worst one, but right. I still loved it. I, I, well, I think it's the worst one. I thought the shooting was better than three, and it was very. I liked how much it was colourful. Yeah, I didn't like there was like bits where you had to like build defences in places mm. and stuff like that. that. I'm not a fan of that. No, uh, yeah. just, the whole point is exploration. I don't want a little message Upkeep. every every hour or so going. This place is under attack. Mm. I'm like, I don't care. Let him die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off on an adventure with my dog. <laughs> Although that dog that goddamn dog one when you're in oh no there's some people in there I'm going to run back <laughs> into the hallway I was in oh no there's a dog in my way there's a d- my dog in the way <laughs> everyone shoots me also oh my dog's found something over there oh what is it bud bang it's yeah. a landmine giant mutant <laughs> oh, <a> landmine <laughs> even worse <laughs> When you were a lovely baby, or perhaps just younger than you are today, what was the first video game you played? Let's go back in time to when your memories were made. When you had tiny little infant hands holding the controller, you didn't yet understand, you pressed start, and then it all began starting off everything like the Big Bang. When you were a lovely baby, or perhaps just younger than you are today, let's go back to when your memories were made. What was the first video game that you ever played? I'm gonna wind it right back. Okay. Uh, what was the first ever game? How did you get introduced to games? When did you pick up a pad? I mean, we can go like really specific because I do remember the first console I had. Yes, that's it the question. A proper one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not like. So I don't really consider it like the first. Right, I'm just going to it. So yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad brought home one day an Amstrad console. Uh, and I forget the I forget even the model of it, but it it took cartridges, mm. and it must have come out at around about it. Must, they, they must have been trying to get in Alan Sugar trying to get into the market, the NES, or it might have been just before like the NES and the Master System, or around about that time. Mm. And I always remember well, there was one game on it called Burning Rubber, uh, and it was a car like a racing game, and I remember thinking it was amazing. And I look back at this videos of it on YouTube. If you've not heard of it, Burning Rubber, and it's one of the worst. Like it's got the most. In fact, I'm I'm going to try and find it now, <laughs> okay. just to play the sound of the of the engine roaring. It's uh, <laughs> it's really funny. My knowledge of old consoles kind of stops at NES. I'm not really sure what happened before then. I'm just, the I'm... Amstrad GX four thousand Burning Rubber. Released in 1990. This is the theme music. <laughs> and then this will be the sound of the. Hey guys, this is oh, it's someone talking. Over it. <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> Let's see this one. Just gameplay. Adverts. <laughs> we can skip. We can edit all this. Or well, you can leave it in if you want. What should we buy? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got the music. I regret this. Yeah. That's a car engine. 
Take on its skin. It's, it's <laughs> gone down a gear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can see what it looks like. Uh, but I remember thinking... That's better than was, I thought it'd be. Like, yeah, that looks about NES, maybe yeah. even SNES. But I remember thinking it was amazing, and it really... It's just the worst. All it was was getting... <laughs> It was just one of those games where you just hit checkpoints to mm. add more time on, and there was no real. Just it was going just forward, that. forward, yeah, yeah. forward, <laughs> like road um, rash and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, like road rash, but without any of the fun bits, like the fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's the first. I remember my dad coming home with that. We had a Spectrum already, and my dad brought home a black bin bag full of uh, cassette tapes <laughs> that only like five percent. Of them works. I think he must have got it from like the market or something. Um, but my first official, where I'm like, I remember getting it and being really excited. My first console was the Master System with Sonic built in. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, and I remember just that being like, this is the greatest thing. Like that game as well. It was something that it wasn't just like one that I'd love to play. And I spent hours trying to complete it because I, I was a really young kid. Mm. I managed to do it in the end, but it took me so, so long. The labyrinth levels where you've got to get the bubbles of oxygen and stuff. Underwater. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the panic, the panic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I re- like, even my mum would play it and she hates... Comp- I don't remember ever playing a game other than that <laughs> in my whole life. But even she got into it. That fast little blue hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was like the first time where I was like, video games are great. Mm. Yeah. What else was on the Master System that you had? Um, I started on the Mega Drive, so I started really on Sonic 2, because I remember old Sonic being pretty slow, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't I don't remember a lot of the games that I had on it. That was the main one where I was like, on repeat with that. Um, there was Alex the Kid in Miracle World. There was a wrestling one on a... On a console where the pad only has two buttons, uh, <laughs> it's like. But I remember they had finishing moves on it, and it was if you pressed both buttons at the same time, and it was like they weren't official wrestlers. They were like there was. I remember there was a tag team, and one of them was bearded, and I remember his finishing move was the Boston Crab. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember out of it. Going Boston Crab. <laughs> Um, if you didn't have official wrestlers in, did they just make them up? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like yeah. It was just like a Hank Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if anyone remembers that game, who's who's listening, uh, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was I was really young when I got that. But then the Christmas that uh, cemented me as a gamer was when I got the SNES. Mm-hmm. So I got a SNES for Christmas with what was my favourite game of all time up until I was a teenager, uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Uh, and I genuinely thought I was one of the best. Like, I remember playing it on repeat. Uh, my cousin used to babysit for me, and I could beat him. And I was like ten, and he was like seventeen. <laughs> and I remember being like, "That's how much I played it." Like, uh, I could go I, to the nationals with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's it. Like, I looked like Ken is my character because he's like Ryu, but he could do an extra uh, turn and he's mm. throw an extra roll. And. I genuinely thought I was brilliant at it, and then when the Xbox 360 came out, you could buy it as a game. Buy the old one, yeah, the arcades, yeah. Uh, And I remember just playing it online the first time, and just getting smashed. I just lost every single match, (laughs) like so easily as well. Like I just, Mm. but then I went to the XS party and I beat everyone there, (laughs) Christmas party. So that sort of cemented it in my mind. Pretty good. I am alright at it. Just not as good as the Japanese kids. 
<laughs> Street Fighter was <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your favorite, tell me your favorite. What's the game when you played it, you just knew it was your favorite. Tell me your favorite, tell me your favorite. A special place in your heart to the finish from the start. Tell me your favorite, tell me your favorite. Completed it loads of times, could be a classic or a surprise. Tell me your favorite, tell me your favorite. What's the best one, say it's David, tell us now. What is your favorite? Tell me your favorite. Have you got a fave game ever? I suppose you said Street Fighter a bit for half your life. What about yeah. the other half? So... I'm Nintendo through and through. Mm. Um, still now, like, I really, really want the Switch. Yeah, I've not got it. I, ha- I had a Wii U, um, and I really want the new Zelda, uh, the Breath of the Wild, but I don't want to buy it for my Wii U because I, I just want it on the console that it was made for. Mm. So I'm waiting until I get a Switch. I had an N64 already, and then I remember one Christmas I got the expansion pack that you put in the front of the N64 to make the graphics a bit better. Is it called like a DD or something? <clears throat> or no? It might have been. I'm not sure. It had a little red top and you yeah. put it in. Certain games <laughs> wouldn't play without it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I remember that Christmas I got Turok 2, which was okay. I, I can still remember the cheat for it that the unlocks everything. It was uh, all in capitals. Beware, Oblivion is at hand. Uh, <laughs> that has the best, one of the best weapons of any game, the Cerebral Boar. Where you shoot it, it lands on your head, and then he just drills your brain in and squirts it all out as a juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's horrible, but it's a cool weapon. Yuck! That sounds uh, messy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also got with that. Uh, I don't know if other people have said this game. Have you discussed it before? Ocarina of Time. Uh, no, they're not yet. Um, they're not. Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. I got that, and I remember me and my mate Jack, every every Monday I'd come into school and I'd go, which bit are you up to now? And he'd say a bit, and he was always like one little bit past me. Uh. And it was like six months playing it, and he was always like one. <laughs> I remember coming in one day and him being like, I've completed it, and I was like, oh! <laughs> go but it was, um, the type of, it was the type of game where I'd wake up before school and play it, pause it, go to school, get home, literally play it until bedtime, play it all like that's <laughs> all I did and it was the first like open world like game that I properly played where you could just go I'm going to go this way mm. and just have a look over here and there was like a narrative where certain things only opened at certain times but it was just mind blowing like the graphics were amazing the story was incredible the characters were brilliant it wasn't overly graphic but it wasn't like aimed at kids mm. I mean, it was aimed at kids, but it was aimed at adults just as much. It was a fancy adventure as well, which a lot of adults are absolutely on board with. Yeah, and it was... I've completed that game genuinely, I think, like, six or seven times? Yeah, six or seven times altogether. I I, I, I don't like playing it on any of the... So I've still got my N64 and I've still got the game. Mm. And like it's been released for the 3DS site and updated, and I was gonna get it. Yeah. But then I was like, just gonna play no, it again. I'm, on quite, I'm, just quite, yeah, I'm quite happy with the N64. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I've never. Oh, I've tried to play it once, and it, it was retrospectively like yeah. I played a lot of stuff that it then obviously went on to influence, yeah. and from that one little go, didn't get into it. So haven't played it. But yeah, I do see the appeal of Zelda, especially. Yeah. 
the new one obviously and isn't Majora's Mask where it's a big old face coming out here coming out here <laughs> at the sky yeah so it's the moon the moon uh, of course they, they put a face on the moon mm. uh, and uh, I never actually completed Majora's Mask which I was gutted about because I've completed pretty much every other Zelda game since mm. I've still got it actually I should go through it but the cool thing about Majora's Mask was there was time travel involved it was all set on one day Right. Like you like the you've got to basically stop the moon from destroying the earth. Mm. You keep travelling back after doing things and then you influence different bits and like uh, groundhog day but so, with yeah. graver consequences. Yeah, yeah. The masks <laughs> but uh, with Ocarina of Time, yeah, it just seemed to like absolutely blow everyone away. Yeah, so like the you do the first the first mission where you're like in the area where the Kakiri people live. I think they're called Kakiri people. That's how I've always pronounced it. Uh, like the little elves mm. that Link it thinks he is, but he isn't. He's actually uh, the hero of time, like a man. Oh, that's uh, who he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's just the hero uh, of time. Yeah. Uh, but when you get past that bit, you get like released into the open world. Mm. And that moment when you're just like, what? Where, what? Where am I going? <laughs> uh, and you can just go anywhere. And you like mm. go into the ranch, and you meet the people in there, and you ride a horse. And when you get the horse for the first time, and you're just sprinting around a field on a horse. Mm. There's a little fishing lodge where you can just go fishing, and then your biggest catch is always in uh, registered, like who caught the biggest fish. That's and cool. <laughs> you, you could spend like four hours just fishing, trying to get the one giant fish that was in this pond that you knew was there but was mm. the hardest one to get by a mile uh, yeah it was the first game where you could while away hours not playing like the story Yeah, and I don't remember a game before that where I could do that for me that kind of jump I guess was when I first played like Grand Theft Auto 3 and that was like right. when it went 3D yeah. but, but Zelda was like a generation before it so like yeah. Playstation time yeah Playstation didn't have anything like that and um, yeah, yeah, I think I think it. Yeah, I think people had to go. But yeah, um, yeah. But, good old but, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, but that was yeah, at the time that was the most mind blowing game ever. When do you play your video games? The minutes turn into hours, which become an entire summer's day. And when that time has been wild away, do you feel accomplished or dismay? When do you play your video games? I sit very still, except for my hands, which move and move me through digital lands. My thumbs order the commands, as time slips through my fingers like sand, exfoliates as I play my video games. If your time is a game, and every day is a level, there are no extra lives. We're all trying to score as many points as we can before we die. When do you play your video games? Like, when in your spare time do you get a chance to play video games? What's your routine for playing games? When do you play games? Um, when in this busy modern life, do you find the time <laughs> to play some games? <laughs> um, whenever I can. Like, whenever I can fit it in, I still really enjoy it. The, I'll tell you what the worst thing is. Since doing comedy for my job, I... Well, I think it's not not necessarily related to comedy, this. It's related to being self-employed. 
if you're self-employed, it means you work the hours that you set yourself. Mm. So I always have, at this moment in time, well, I have done for the past three or four years now, whenever I play a video game, a tiny little feeling in the yeah. back of my brain that's like, I know you that could be doing am. work now, you could mm. be doing this, you could be applying for this, you could be writing this. This time you're spending now, you could have had the best idea for a joke ever, but yeah. you're not just squandering it. Yeah, exactly. You're squandering yeah. it with these buttons you're pressing. If you wouldn't have, uh, if you wouldn't have, uh, have completed that level, you might have just got two gigs in the diary and, mm. and had yeah. some extra money this month. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But I still, I still managed to fit it in. I'll just go, shut up, you. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, um, I find I just have to tell myself, relaxation is important. You should yeah. relax now. Yeah. <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. I like, I like. Whenever I've had a rough day, or whenever I'm like stressed out, that's the thing that I tend to do. Mm. Is I'll put a game on. And I'm not a big fan of online gaming. Like play like I like adventures or I like stuff that I can do myself or You don't like to be beaten by teenagers over and over again. I don't like to be beaten by teenagers over and over again. And I don't like the like it's too much like this it's so competitive that it's like an actual it's like playing online makes you feel like that it means something. Mm. Rather than it's fun, like you yeah. treat it like it's an actual competition, almost, and that to me is too way too stressful, and that I don't yeah. like that about gaming. What I like about gaming is that you can just chill out and have fun, which is why I quite like the fact that on some big games there's like easy setting, because mm. sometimes you just want to shoot things or go through a story and enjoy the story and the gameplay. Yeah, I've never looked down at anyone for setting it so easy. If that's how yeah. you want to like. Spend I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll always put it on normal first, but yeah. then if it's to the point where I'm like, this is a little bit too much effort. When I was younger, like, so the last, the last game I remember, Gears of War, I completed it on every mode. But that's because that's the last game that I remember being like, right, I've done that, now I'm going to work my way through on this cycle, and like, yeah. Yeah. Like, the sense of achievement, little things like that can yeah. do, can, is a nice feeling. So Me and my friends actually used to compare Xbox points Oh yeah, that's like, that how many thousands of they got in your brain, James. Yeah. That's what they were trying to make you do, but, and you did it. <laughs> that's why I quite like the PlayStation because it just says you've got this trophy. Yeah, and well, then you. <laughs> it doesn't tell you how many points you've got. Like, so yeah, I like. I like Some this. for just even doing the tutorial. Like, yeah. well done, you <laughs> have a trophy. Uh, it's, like, it's like the trophy they give to uh, part, for top participation. Yeah, uh, sporting events. Well done, you. You played the game for a little bit. So I just try and fit it in and relax and have fun, whether it's for half an hour, whether it's for an hour. Occasionally, I'll have a, like, a day of, like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to play of a video games. Yeah. But not very often anymore. Um, but it'll either be short burst games like Hitman or like the beautiful to look at sort of cinematic games. Like mm. I really liked Uncharted 4. Yeah. Like just again, just amazing. just a single player adventure for you. Yeah, right yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan of like of playing people. I'd rather just go. I am the hero. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say about playing against people because uh, I do do it um, on Battlefield One is my game. Right. Like, and uh, also been in Call of Duty. I got that a bit. Yeah, there's a learning curve, but then there is something nice about just 
outsmarting person after person. You get yeah. a little run of like, I'm killing actual people. <laughs> I'm rooting like someone on the other end of the internet's going, oh, yeah. and I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, under- nice. I understand. I understand <laughs> it. And I understand why people are. I can see it being really addictive as well, like if you get good at it, because there's a whole like they rank you and they give you like I want to be better than this person or I want to mm. be. And there's stats that yeah. the game will keep track of handily yeah. for you. I think the last, the the time when I realised, oh, I'm not enjoying online gaming, must have been about ten years ago. I had a wrestling game, one of the WWE wrestling games. Um, I picked it up like a tenner because I liked wrestling when I was like sixteen. And mm. some of the wrestlers were still in it. I've still got a soft spot in my heart for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know any of the wrestlers. I don't know any of the wrestlers in in the WWE or anything now. Yeah. No. But when I was like sixteen, it was my favourite thing. Right. Uh, and I was still like a little bit. Oh, I know a few of these guys. I'll get this. Like, and playing that online was fun, but really infuriating. Like particularly if it was like a ladder match. Or something like that, where you'd be like, <laughs> you've been winning the whole match, and then just like your character just won't get up, and then they just take a belt, and you're like, no, <laughs> I I was the better person for the whole no. <laughs> Stop sending yeah. a little message on Xbox Live. <laughs> no, yeah, like for like how frustrated you can get, and it happened without online gaming. Like we mentioned, Goldeneye, it happened. Like, I remember my mate, my mate Chris from school. Like he, he got, uh, he couldn't play his N sixty four anymore because he smashed <laughs> both controllers by like in, in being infuriated, just throwing it across <laughs> the room, and it just literally exploded on the wall because of how frustrated he was at it. And, and that's like that to me is like <laughs> I've got pressure in my real life. I don't want. I don't want that. <laughs> Do you not have a bit of a rage reaction though? Like that's. Yeah, like frustration. Say something particularly annoying happens in games, as it tends to do. They don't yeah. know it's what you like every time. Um, do you not have some sort of reaction? Like Chris, my girlfriend, she used to when she was playing the SNES. Uh, used to when she was younger, I must stress. Yeah. <laughs> used to scrape her teeth against the controller and oh, anger, yeah. just like. <laughs> so we used to have little teeth marks on it. <laughs> I used to. Uh, it's not a, an, a rage thing, but when I got really excited about something, I used to like squeeze. Well, as a little kid, I used to like squeeze my hands together, and, like tense up and like not breathe and be like. Ah. Uh, you look like an evil villain of sorts. <laughs> and I still sort of. Uh, I the sort of, up until like twenty one, mm. I still like occasionally. It's a really plastic. horrible thing where you like. Oh, and then you're like, no, no, I'm not a kid. I'm a grown up. <laughs> is that in happiness uh, though, or like? Um, or that's more. It's more like an excitement, I think, or like if you're enjoying something, lords, and mm. you just like lose <laughs> yourself in it a bit, and then you sort of realise where you are, and you're like, oh, what are you doing, you dick? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's now just a leisure activity, and I still love love gaming, but the competitive mm. element is completely gone out the window. I kind of, I guess, that kind of goes back to. When it was fun to be competitive was again the split screen when you were with your mates who you liked. Yeah, and, I'd still like. Uh, I'd still, you know what? I'd, I wouldn't mind. That's about the only competitiveness that I'd like to bring back. Is if like you've got mates round and mm. you're all having a beer and that's like I still I, I sort of, I guess I still sort of have that now, but it's less with video games now. It's like board games. Yeah, true. Like fashionable board games now, not like Monopoly. Like you can get cool yeah, board yeah, games of course, now. Yeah, like Catan and all that business. Yeah, yeah. And 
I wonder if it's also because the level of skill changed once we left university, I'd say. Because <laughs> if you're good at a game and say, hey, should we all have a game of this? And then you just win over and over and over and over. Mm. I hate that situation. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is why I like online a little bit. But uh, yeah, board, where's board games? It doesn't even that like can just have like cards involved. There's a game that uh, is brilliant. It's called The Resistance. Um, are we allowed to chat about games that are yeah, sure, games? Yeah, sure. Um, Put it out for one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, I bought it in Edinburgh, but I played it before. Mm. And we had a, a night off in Edinburgh this year, and everyone in the flat I was staying at, I got them all in the living room. We played this game, Resistance, and essentially all it is is. Everyone gets a card at the beginning of the game, yeah. uh, and only you're allowed to look at it. Then everyone closes their eyes after you've looked at your card, and two people who are like the spies who are infiltrating the group mm. get to open their eyes and see each other, and they're like, we're the spies, and then close their eyes. And it's like, right, everyone open your eyes. And the whole game is trying to... There's no board, really, or anything. Mm. You've just got a set amount of rounds to try and figure out who the spies are, and the spies are trying to sort of hide and make it to the end of the what you game. Do, what you're doing to maybe get caught out as a spy, though? Like... So you basically have to... You're a resistance group who are sent on missions, mm. and one person gets to pick a team to go out on the mission every round. And if a spy is on your team, they can make you fail the mission. Right. And if you fail... I think there's five missions altogether... Uh, I think if you fail, I think if you fail three, you're out. Uh, so, let's say I picked. A, let's say there's seven of us playing. Mm. Uh, I picked a, a team of four to go on this mission, and one spy was in it. They can put fail, and so you fail the mission. But you don't know which person in that group of four is the spy still. That sounds good. So you have to like, so like, yeah, and it's really good fun. It's just, and it's, you have to lie and be deceptive. And it's, <laughs> it's like, at the end, when it gets revealed, if the spy's won and you're like, you bastard, you promised me, you told me you were the, you're my I girlfriend, know. I trusted you. <laughs> you, you swore on your mum's life. <laughs> How can you just lie to my face like that? <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, if, uh, we'll, we'll have to play it one night. Yeah, we'll be able to get people around, it's fun. Well, thank you very much for being on, James. Thank you for having me. I've had a very good time. Cheers, pal. That was James Meehan. Yes, it was. I liked him talking about Hitman. I think I'm going to give Hitman a try sometime. But knowing me, I'll dress as a waiter, someone will ask me for a drink, and then I'll end up being a waiter for the rest of the evening. I'm the worst assassin ever, but I make a nice woo-woo. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is definitely one I just flat out missed out on. I don't think I could go now and grasp the joy it seemed to give everyone at the time, and going back it just wouldn't be the same. That's kind of a problem with video games. Due to them improving on what has happened before, it diminishes the enjoyment of going back to the classics. It's like how I really don't get the big deal about Tupac Shakur. Like when I listen to him, he's fine, but he's also such a hero, because he helped start off like the whole vibe of gangster rap, and like this new exciting trend. The thug life. 
God, I sound white. How video games have improved over time and evolved can be subtle, with just certain quality of life improvements that make all gems seem a bit janky. Although I think this is particularly prevalent in title screens. Title screens are so slick nowadays, with satisfying sounds, making you feel good when you select new game. And you know what? It's good, because first impressions are important. Also, we were talking about rage reactions there. How you react when a game isn't going well. Venting a bit of frustration. I recently found all my rage reactions again when I was trying to play Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, the remake one. I found that when I fail, what I do is punch myself in the leg. That's kind of messed up, isn't it? Actually physically harming myself to reprimand me for not doing it correctly. I shouldn't stand for this abuse. But hey, why not message in with your rage reactions? Either on the Day Video Games Twitter or Facebook. So, more James anyone? James Meehan is on at the Edinburgh Fringe this year, 2019. His show is at 6pm, the 1st to the 25th of August, at Cabaret Voltaire, with the Laughing Horse Free Fringe. His Twitter is at JamesMeehan86. His website is www.jamesmeehan.co.uk. He's got a full stand-up show on YouTube called As If I Hadn't Slept from 2017 for you to watch in its entirety right now. He's also been in a few BBC sketches with Chris Washington. I'll do a link to all of this. Okie dokie. Thank you very much for listening. You are great. This is the end now. I've been and will continue to be David Stanier. Say nice things about me to your friends. This is Day Video Games. Bye!